Welcome back to Well That's Interesting. The more than 45,000 known species of spider exist in the world, and we're going to meet a few. Addition. <laughs> Spiders. Yes. The spider episode. This is the spider episode. You know it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was getting warnings all week. It's just crazy to hear a number that big. 45,000? 45, Species of spider. Yeah. God, that's a lot of spiders. Known spiders. Oh, what? As, as a woman from Texas, I have to say, spiders are, they can be a worst case scenario. I, they're big down there. They're big. I've seen them. It's not even big. They are deadly. We've got the brown recluses. We've got the black widows. And then we've got some really ugly ones. <laughs> and normally, I'm okay with it if... But but there's always that sense of fear when like, you're like... I like your categories. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the two scary ones and then everything else. But like, yeah, most of the time yeah, you're okay with it because it eats other scary bugs. Yeah. But Man. at the same time, it could be a black widow. It's rough. Um, it's, yeah. it's rough to, to have that so close to your uh, flesh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This yeah. is uh, this is episode 047, Three Types of Spiders We'd Like You to Meet. Great. Yeah. Okay. And, um, <laughs> and uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the horrified Marissa Riley. Thank you. Just <laughs> <laughs> dealing with past spider drama, you know. I've, I've actually never had a really bad spider bite. I've had a lot of spider bites, just like regular spider bites. Yeah. But never one that like took off my arm or anything well, that's good yeah that's and good. it is possible though it is the uh yeah they, they can do some damage google but, uh... google if you want <laughs> a good time google <laughs> brown recluse spider bite um day one through eight yeah and the tissue damage tissue damage mm. it is crazy yeah it is crazy same with the yeah. black widow it's a good time Ah, uh, well, this is your first time uh, <laughs> with us. Uh, welcome to the flock. Uh, so, Dr. Riley here, uh, she comes in cold and uh, learns everything in real time, just like you. That's so, right. Yeah, we're yeah go I, ahead. I, I mean, I had a small idea um, that this episode was about spiders <laughs> because um, you kept saying, uh, Marissa, the next episode is about spiders. <laughs> um, I just don't know why. We're talking about spiders, and I'm oh, so curious. Yeah, so we're not going to talk about the recluse. We're not going to talk about the black widow. Good. I uncovered three types of spiders that I'm, I've guaranteed you never heard of before. I'm excited. Yeah, so, uh, but before we get into the majestic yet horrifying and God, gobsmacking facts of three very, very unforgettable spider types, we first need to revisit a certain topic once more. Oh, do we? Yes. Uh, believe it or not, folks, we are still thinking about a particular convenience store chain in Arkansas. Oh my God. Okay. How, how could we ever <laughs> stop thinking about it? We just can't quit it. No. I, I can't. I personally cannot. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, pause this episode and at the very least, listen to the first few minutes of episode 046 and you'll understand why we're obsessed with the classic, infamous, breathtaking chain called Come and Go. That's right. It's called Come and Go. Come <laughs> is spelled K-U-M. And that's just the most special thing. <laughs> I mean, I, Come and Go, like thinking about Come and Go is like, 
my new crack. It's it's just the best thing in my life right it's the, now. It's the crack that makes you smile. Yeah. It's really great. Yeah. So, now, uh, Lauren Nayert, one of the flock, uh, not only sent in an article from the Arkansas Times that mentioned this chain, they also provided nicknames the locals so affectionately call the come and go. And Lauren, if we may be so bold, we would love to add some nicknames to the canon. Fuck yeah, we would. Right. We came up with two, you guys. That's right. Uh, so, exactly, we came up with two, and it would be a goddamn honor if you, Lauren, or anyone living by a come and go um, <laughs> could get these circulating around town. Yes, that would be please. incredible. Yeah. Now, Dr. Marissa, would you do the honor and reveal here, spoken for the first time, the new nicknames? I would love to. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay, number one is the lick and split. That's right. Right? Yep. Amazing. And then number two is the squirt and scram. There you go. (laughs) I mean, the lick and split and the squirt and scram. Who doesn't want to go there? (laughs) It doesn't. We tried to make it very vagina friendly. Yeah, I mean... Don't get us wrong. Pump and dump is a work of art. That was one of the other nicknames. It is such a work of art that I adopted it unconsciously. Like I just started calling the come and go the pump and dump. That's how often we talk about this place, by the way. I was just like, oh, let's talk about the the pump and dump. And and I was like, fuck. I use the nickname. Yeah. uh, But as two queer ladies, uh, we wanted to expand the options because we feel like there's room for everyone at the come and go. Exactly. That's why we went with lick and split. And squirt and scram. Yeah, those so. are those are ones we identify with closely. Um, and also, I'm just gonna say this to yeah. our flock. Yeah. Um, if you want to come up with some and send them along, we yeah, let's be, let's keep this going. Keep it going. What? How do you identify with this? Yes. How can you make this yes. your own? Yes. Please send it to us, because nothing would make me happier if than if we had like a come and go update. For every episode. For every, yeah, for, and for everyone. And for let's, everyone. Let's do it. Yeah. Everyone is welcome. At I'll, the start come and a, go. I'll start a spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> That's such a lesbian thing to do. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Riley. You're welcome. I'll share it. I'll make a shareable link and we can all update and edit it. <laughs> That's right. uh, so, uh, honestly, there's no smooth segue from Squirt and Scram to today's episode topic. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. So let's just, you know, get right into our first group of spiders that I think you should know. And I'm pretty certain they're they're gonna reemerge in your mind just before falling asleep. That's that's the kind of spiders we're gonna talk about today. Great. So for, <laughs> for different reasons. Okay. Uh, now, Dr. Marissa, I would love to show you a photo that really just says it all about the first you know, group of spiders we're going to talk about. All right. Now, I'm going to present it before you with no context. I just want you to examine it with all of your doctor ability. That's right. Okay. Okay. Because I'm a real doctor, for (laughs) sure. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Just please tell us what's going on in the picture. And, of course, every picture we talk about today uh, and really going forward for all time, it will be on our Instagram. Well, that's interesting pod and Twitter at WTI underscore pod. So please play along and just join in on the horror. Uh, are you ready? I probably not, but no. take me there. All right, I'm taking you away. Here's the first photo. <sighs> what? Yes. Oh. I know, it's a lot. It's a lot going on right now. 
Oh my god. Okay, first of all, the brown recluse, not that scary anymore. No, um it's not. You took it there. Okay, so basically what I'm looking at is a spider web. Yes. And then on the spider web is the biggest, scariest spider I've ever seen. It looks like a spider from the movie Jumanji, circa the <laughs> 90s, not the new one because I haven't seen it. And <laughs> it, it looks like the one that killed Kirsten Dunst's character. Sorry if I gave that away to anyone oh. who hasn't seen Jumanji <laughs> in a minute. Um, anyways, there's this big, scary spider. And then it is... It is underneath it kind of like it's holding um mm-hmm. something that is wrapped yes. in a spider web uh which i am 90 percent sure is a bat that's right that's right this spider caught a bat spider caught a bat oh that's right yeah she's uh she's big she's got very long lean legs uh their body is the size of the bat and the legs very much longer than the bat itself but uh anyway yeah. that's right the first group of spiders we're learning about today are the bat-eating spiders, and I bet you didn't know those exist. I had no idea. Also, (laughs) is that what they're called, bat-eating spiders? That's just the group I threw them in. But yeah, there's... I got it. (laughs) I see. But um, yeah, well, we'll get into into it. Now, um, I just learned about them, and there's no way in hell I'm going to be alone with this image in my mind, so... But um, I couldn't be alone. I'm sorry. It's, I had to show it to you. It's fine. I'm definitely never going to stop thinking about this. this okay. is every every time I close my eyes, I'm yes. going to see this spider holding a bat. Yes. Yes. Um, but don't thank me for this image. Uh, thank, thank Martin Neifler, a uh, senior lecturer in zoology at the University of Basel in Switzerland, and Mirham Kornschild, or Nornschild, of the University of Ulm in Germany. Uh, back in 2013, the incredible journal, journal Plus One, that's P-L-O-S One, uh, published their study. And it was a study that focused on the, a phenomenon in nature they believed really hasn't gotten the attention it deserved. Yeah. It was the predation of bats by spiders. I, I definitely think we should highlight this because, <laughs> like Jill, I cannot be alone in this fear. Yeah. And, and it, it's not even about me either. Yeah. It's just... Scary as fuck. It's just incredible that, that it could happen. Yeah. And that it exists. And I think they they saw it and they're like, we need to tell people. And now we know. And now we're telling you. So I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, you should be. Yeah. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I do badly want to see how this works, though. Sure. Yeah. Let's get yeah. into it. So Excellent. the authors noted that the most prominent bat-eating creatures mentioned in scientific literature focus on owls, hawks, and snakes. Mm-hmm. They even argue that there's more record there's more of a record of insects attacking bats than arachnids. Interesting. Yeah. Get this, certain caves in Venezuela contain centipedes so large that they can catch and kill bats. And I'm sorry, I that just exists and I think you should know that too. So, um, thanks. I'm sorry. Uh, so. Well, you know, um, and that's and that's what's like been documented. And so these authors were like, you know what? We know that there's certain spiders out there that dine on bats too, and this phenomenon is way more prevalent than y'all think, and we're gonna prove it. And they fucking did. So. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I uh, well, now I can't get the um, what is it called? The centipede out of my head. Oh, um, I'm sorry. We're gonna have to Google <laughs> yes. that later, yeah. and maybe have an entire episode on it because 
That's something that I am definitely going to have a hard time getting out of my yeah. head. But that might be worse than the spider one. Might be a worse. A little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. Um, tell me more about the spider. Okay. So the authors. Uh, the, the authors left no stone unturned because they wanted to prove that this phenomenon was like a thing in nature. Yeah. They painstakingly combed through 100 years worth of scientific reports and thousands upon thousands of documents to prove that spiders chowing down on bats wasn't a one-off thing. Mm. Uh, Dr. Marissa, would you do the honors of reading from the study itself what their methodology was, um, and this study is aptly called Bat Predation by Spiders, and it's available for free over at Plus One. Amazing. All right, quote, here we go. Uh, an extensive uh, bibliographic search was conducted in order to find any information available on bat-catching spiders. Uh, the search was based largely in the Thompson Reuters database, Web of Science, Google Scholar, Google Books, ProQuest, Dissertations and Thesis, and the Flickr image hosting website, hosting more than 6 billion images. In addition to this, an internet search for blogger information on the topic was conducted. Bloggers who had posted photographs and reports on bat-catching spiders on the internet were contacted to get detailed information on their observations. Furthermore, the staff of bat hospitals. Yeah, I know, how cute. <laughs> Pause, pause. I know. Bat hospitals? Bat hospitals. Oh, okay, we'll unpack that in just a second. Furthermore, the staff of bat hospitals was contacted to get information on bats rescued from spider webs. Oh, dear. Finally, an inquiry among fellow arachnologists and ch chiropterologists, chiropterologists uh, was carried out to get across to unpublished reports on this topic and quote bat hospitals bat hospitals bat hospitals I know. adorable do they have little bat beds <laughs> little bat gurneys little, I mean... little bat syringes <laughs> you're looking at me like with so much hope in your eyes little bat uh gowns that's really adorable i really hope so I, I keep wanting to... to say little bat doctors, but I know that's not a thing. But I wish it was. <laughs> uh, God. Well, let's just all hope that exists in the world somewhere. Yes. Uh, but these authors, uh, they were able to obtain 52 reports on bat catching spiders, and only 23 of those reports had been previously published. So, wow, okay. brand new, never before information was being revealed. Amazing. And my friends, the results came in. And you guessed it, bat-eating spiders are on every continent except Antarctica. What the fuck? <laughs> right. Is there one in our backyard? They're everywhere. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Where there's bats, there's a spider with its eyes on it. Oh, my now, God. <laughs> some areas on Earth have more bat-eating spiders than others. Okay. About 90% <laughs> about of bat-catching incidents took place in countries closer to the equator. Got it. They like hot weather. I exactly. see. I exactly. completely understand. Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. Now, the remaining incidents were located in parts of Asia and Central slash South America, like Costa Rica, Ecuador, Panama, and Peru. And of course... Australia. Of course! That's right, and Papua New Guinea, because we all fucking know that there's bat-eating spiders in Australia, of all fucking places. Oh, so. I'm not even yeah. remotely surprised. <laughs> no, so. uh, I also know what you're thinking. Who? 
Who in God's name is capable of incapacitating a bat and some bats in mid-flight? For Christ's sakes. Okay, this is the part that I need to know yeah. the most about. Is exactly. how the fucking catching happens. Yep. Uh-huh. Go tell me everything. I'm glad you asked, Dr. Marissa. Now, yes. so <laughs> let's start with our non-webbed friends or those who don't make a web to hunt. Okay. And if tarantulas came to mind, you're a winner. Oh, they That's didn't. True. That's but- <laughs> I'm very focused on them now. <laughs> yeah. uh, tarantulas of the genus Avicularia have been observed eating small bats in Peru's tropical rainforests and eastern Ecuador. Uh, a large tarantula of the genus Lasiodora was observed uh, eating a bat on the forest floor of northeastern Brazil. Also, a large reddish parachute tarantula, which I did not look up because that sounds terrifying. That sounds horrifying. Yeah, was reported eating a small bat in Kerala, India. Okay, okay. So, question. Yeah. Um, It sounds like tarantulas eat the bats after they've died and fall on the ground fallen on the ground it's possible yeah i mean because tarantulas live in dens right exactly so it's possible that maybe these bats were wounded um or also crawling on the ground looking for insects tarantulas like now now's the time the time Mm -hmm. exactly opportunity opportunistic if you will fuck yeah so these Types of spiders, though, made only uh, made up of only made up. Let me try that again. These types of spiders <laughs> only made up a wee 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 tiny fraction of the group. Now, eighty-eight percent of bat catches were made by web-building spiders. Horrifying. And my friends, these spiders don't fuck around. I fucking believe you. <laughs> no. So, Dr. Marissa, you remember the the first photo I showed you at the top of the show? Of course. <laughs> do, do I remember that photo? <laughs> I see it every time I close my eyes. There you go. Good. Now, that little lady in the photo, or should I say not-so-little lady, has a name. Uh, can you please read from the study as to who exactly that was? And please tell us how big they are. Will do. All right. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Quote, the dominant group of bat-catching spiders are giant orb weavers of the genus Nephilia. Nailed it. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> these spiders are forest, forest, I'm so nervous, are forest dwellers that reach a lake span of four to five inches and weigh up to half an ounce. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nephilia spin strong webs with a diameter of up to five fucking feet, y'all, and a height of three uh, to 19 feet Am I, is that right? Three to 19 feet above the ground? All right. So they're way up there in the trees. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. In certain locations, still the quote, in certain locations where females aggregate, several webs are built connected to each other, which may result in a web area of many square meters. And quote, I added a few of my own words for (laughs) emphasis to this quote. I think you know which ones they are. But holy shit, these spiders are not fucking around no You're fucking right man yeah i'm yeah. fucking stressed <laughs> five, foot web. Yeah. five foot web that's right Holy shit. uh yeah and sometimes they work together to increase their catch like you said at the end they connect their webs together yeah so uh you could say that they're smart ladies uh smart ladies who don't mind getting into the shit and throwing some hands yeah. some of the female spiders documented were missing a leg 
which suggests to the authors that they may have lost a limb to a bat trying to defend itself. Oh, my God. Yeah. And in some instances, I think that's a great theory, because along the southeast coast of Australia... Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's the gold long-eared bat. Okay. Uh, and they've been trapped a few times. That was documented. And those long-eared bats also clock in at half an ounce. So a spider and a bat can certainly go toe-to-toe or leg to wing and do some damage to each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So here is a picture of the gold's long-eared bat, and it may look familiar to you, but I just want you to see one of the bats that they like to catch. Oh, it's so cute. I know it is. It's a cute one. It's so cute. So I'm looking at a bat. It's got really big ears. It's got little beady eyes in a cute way. <laughs> yeah. It's got a furry body, and it's got one of those little, it's got, its nose looks like a little pig nose. So yep. It looks like a little pig. It's yeah. so cute. Exactly. It's pretty goddamn adorable. Oh. Uh, the gold's long-eared bat is much, has a much tinier wingspan than the average size bat found in Snared. The average wingspan of the bats was four to nine and a half inches. Okay, but still, <laughs> but still. Well, these little guys, they're, they're, they're really, really tiny. They're really, really tiny. That was just, yeah, exactly. She's, uh, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm holding my fingers <laughs> in a way far. that podcasters can't see. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's pretty small. If you hold your fingers out and just sort of imagine. I don't know why I'm mansplaining how to think um, to our <laughs> listeners, but tell me more. Yeah. This photo will also be on our Instagram. It's pretty great. Awesome. Now, honestly, any any fucking bat would be a gargantuan dinner for a spider. Even a bat weighing a mere two grams would be ten times the mass of an average insect meal. Wow. Ten times. Wow. So bats are a huge haul. Yeah. Now, speaking of huge, after the break, we're going to talk about a spider the size of a puppy. No. <laughs> no. Right. Chill. No. Yeah. So, stay tuned. Please do. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You may recognize me as Gabby from the History of Everything podcast. And my name is Bruna, and you don't recognize me from anything yet. Together, we're two scientists who explore all of the weird little questions and conspiracies of the universe in our new podcast, Mystery of Everything. Everything has an explanation. We hope. But that is what we're here to figure out. We will dive into the science behind many popular conspiracy theories, such as vaccines causing autism, Flat Earth Theory, and was the moon landing fake, and if so, why the heck would anyone even do that? But it's not just conspiracies. There's a lot of cool mysteries that we will attempt to use science to explain, such as near-death experiences, what made the Vikings go berserk, and can I control my co-host with MK Ultra? Wait, what? <laughs> anyway, make sure to check out the Mischief Everything podcast everywhere where you find your podcasts. There are really many reasons to listen to our podcast, Big Picture Science. It's kind of a challenge to summarize them all, Molly. Okay, here's a reason to listen to our show, Big Picture Science, because you love to be surprised by science news. We love to be surprised by science news. So, for instance, I learned on our own show that I had been driving around with precious metals in my truck before it was stolen. That was brought up in our show about precious metals and also rare metals, like most of the things in your catalytic converter. 
I was surprised to learn that we may begin naming heat waves like we do hurricanes. You know, prepare yourself for heat wave Lucifer. I don't think I can prepare myself for that. Look, we like surprising our listeners. We like surprising ourselves by reporting new developments in science and while asking the big picture questions about why they matter and how they will affect our lives today and in the future. Well, we can't affect lives in the past, right? No, I I guess that's a point. (laughs) So the podcast is called Big Picture Science, and you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts. We are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us. We hope you'll take a listen. Hey, everyone. Jill Chacha here from Well, That's Interesting. And I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it. I love it. And it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back, and we're taking a nighttime stroll through a rainforest in Guyana. No, we're not. (laughs) Pass. I'd rather not. It sounds gorgeous, but I'm scared. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, We're doing it at night. Uh, but first, where is Guyana exactly? Good now, question. not a problem if you're wondering. Uh, picture, <laughs> <laughs> uh, picture the continent of South America. Okay. Point to the middle of the northern coastline. Okay. And move a smidge to the right. And here we are in a country whose rainforest is so incredibly dense and lush that it's considered the most unspoiled in South America. Really? Wow. There's even sections of it that are completely inaccessible and haven't been explored by humans to this day. I love that. I hope there is a magical creature there. Oh, we're going to talk about one. Really? (laughs) Yes, that's right. I know it says spider. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. But yeah, there's lots of magical shit that we, you know, that, that's probably in there. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so we are in it and we're walking through it at night. Amazing. But don't worry, it's 2014, if that helps any. And we're with Pieter Nezrecki, an entomologist and photographer at Harvard University's Museum of Comparative Zoology. Fun. Now, a rainforest at night, let's just say it's not a quiet place. No, I, I've. I, <laughs> I don't think so. No. no. Uh, I do have a sound file here if you'd like to experience a few seconds. I definitely okay, would, cool. actually. Fantastic. Yes. Now, it goes on for about an hour. So if everyone at home wants, you know, more of a, a bit more after a taste of it, head on over to YouTube and search Amazon Jungle Sounds Calm Night in the Rainforest. Oh. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to play a little bit. Not too much, but let's have a listen. What yeah. do you say? Sounds amazing. Oh my god. Uh, So I don't know if listeners can hear this. It sounds like 8,000 different bugs. Yeah. And birds. 
and other mystical animals are talking to each other. Like 8,000 crickets in that bird. <laughs> kind of calming. Yeah, there's another bird. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, this is this is loud. Yes. This is a lot of things. That is a lot of things. Uh so this particular file was not recorded in Guyana, but you get the idea. Absolutely. Uh, George Vlad recorded this in the Amazon and his summary really encapsulates nighttime in the rainforest. Aww. Quote at first listen, this seems like a thick wall of sound, but once your ears get accustomed to the busyness, layers start to emerge. Oh. You'll hear sounds like fog drip and soft wind and occasionally deadfall. On top of that, the piercing chorus of insects is constant, multi-layered, and continuously changing. For sure. As a final touch, several birds call every now and then, their plaintive wails echoing around the thick undergrowth. What else can you hear? End quote. Oh, that's so, so that's so eloquent. Yeah. And what a beautiful way to describe <laughs> it. I was just like, it sounds like a lot of bugs. <laughs> Both are true. Both it's are bugs, true. y'all, and a bird. <laughs> what? Like, oh my god. Here was the question, uh, the last question, or the only question that George Vlad like ended his summary with. And for Pieter, during his walk along, among all of the sound, he heard a noise that rose above all of it. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a kind of a rustling, uh, and it was loud enough for him to think that it was a rat or maybe another small mammal at his feet. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so- I know where this is going. I'm so stressed. Quote, when I turned on the light, I couldn't quite understand what I was seeing. Holy shit. He told LiveScience.com. Oh my God. Now, Dr. Marissa, <laughs> would you like to see a photo, a daytime photo, of what he came across? Not particularly. <laughs> oh my God. But for the podcast, I will look at it. Okay. Her <laughs> hands, are, both hands are upon her face, everyone. Oh my God, so. I'm going to have so many nightmares. Okay. okay. You ready? Yeah, All I right. guess. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm back. She's back. It's it's the thing of nightmares. It, yeah. it is it is exactly what the title of the photo is, which is a spider the size of a puppy. Um, think of every puppy video you've seen on Instagram. I've seen like twenty today. Yeah. Um, like a like a puppy, uh, baby, like a French bulldog. Okay, imagine how big it is. Like maybe not like a newborn, but like kind of big. Now imagine it's a spider. <laughs> Yeah, so in this particular photo, uh, this this creature that we're gonna you know we're gonna talk about you know its name and where it comes from and all that jazz, but it's on a log, and then right next to it is Pieter's full grown hand, and yeah. it's um it it really does dwarf it. And yeah, yeah. the spider is is bigger than the hand, yeah. and it's furry. <laughs> yes, and it's got the two little pincher. I don't know yep. exactly what the word is. Um, but it's got the yeah. pincher things mm-hmm. in the front. Yeah. They're big. It's hefty. It's hefty. She's it's hefty. just a lot of fur. Yeah. 
very furry yeah. and brown. So this is one photo of it upon a log, and it really blends really well into it, too. It's like the same color as as the, as the bark. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, you wouldn't notice it at first, but as soon as you did, Whew. you would pee your pants. Yeah. No so, doubt. I okay. would. Would you like to see a glamour shot? So this is the action shot. Would you like to see a glamour shot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> It's a nice one. It's a nice one. I, I'm warming up to it. I'm taking my time and I'm slowly warming up to it. It's just... This is a better angle. We is, all have that good angle. This is a better angle. <laughs> but it's... You can see it in like relation to plants. It's so big. It's so <laughs> big. I, I highly recommend you log on to Instagram and look at this. It, But it... I think because we keep using the word puppy to describe it, it's yeah. starting to win me over. Aw. Well, There's a sweetness about it, yeah. but I'm positive you're going to tell me something horrifying about it. <laughs> well, I mean, all right, well, let's get into it. My yeah. friends, may I introduce the South American Goliath bird eater? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> the Goliath bird eater? Yeah. Why can't we give it a cute name, like Spot or something? That <laughs> should be, yeah, right? Peaches. Like the South American Goliath T-Rex or something, yeah. Yeah, the really. South American, uh, go, like, uh, uh, good friend. I don't know. <laughs> so, the, you know, man's best friend situation. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it does look like a tarantula, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. yeah. So it does belong to the tarantula family, uh, but it's the bigger cousin who won a full football scholarship. Oh, so dear. if you can't Google it right now or take a look on our Instagram or Twitter, just imagine a tarantula about the size of a dinner plate. Yep. Yep. Yeah. A big dinner a plate. A big dinner plate. Now, it alone stands on its eight long legs as the current placeholder in the Guinness World Records as the largest spider by mass. Oh, God. Uh, she big, and we will get to it. Um, it's called, yeah, it's been called the spider the size of a puppy. So that's the group I'm putting it in. Uh, spiders that can be compared to mammals. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But let's get more acquainted. What do you say? Okay. Okay. Now, I, <laughs> I mentioned long legs. And, uh -huh. and yes, each leg can grow up to about a foot or 12 inches. Oh, each leg. Jesus. <laughs> She's hand in face right now, or face in hand. I'm so stressed. So a leg is about, like, we're looking at a MacBook Air right now. It's about yeah. the length of a MacBook Air is one leg. A little bit shorter than that, yeah. 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 I'm so. going to go with about longer because it's the rainforest. <laughs> it's and right. things get, and it's eating birds. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to its uh, diet. Um, adults, <laughs> adults weigh in at 6.2 ounces like a newborn puppy or a hamburger, if you're mm -hmm. into comparing things uh, to food. I do. So, Thank you. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, now, it's been a while since it was spotted in 2014, so there's been some discoveries about it. Um, good news, they're not only in Guyana. Okay. So, <laughs> so, Where else do I have to be afraid of? So nearly all of northern South America is game. Okay. It's been spotted in French Guyana and northern Brazil and southern Venezuela. That's now. Uh, the only thing misleading about the name is that it doesn't primarily eat birds. Of course it doesn't. No, I'm sorry. So, uh, Dr. Marissa, <laughs> would you be so kind to tell us what they do prefer and how? Uh, as provided by the Spiders wiki page. That's right, they have their own. Oh, yeah. good for them. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, quote, In the wild, its diet consists primarily of other large anthropods, <laughs> <laughs> worms, and amphibians like 
frogs and toads. Right, which means they're fast, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. However, because of its size and opportunistic predatory behavior, this species commonly kills and consumes a variety of insects and small terrestrial vertebrates like rodents, lizards, and snakes. They do not consume their prey, in quotes, in public. Rather, they drag it back to their burrow and begin the digestion process. Same. <laughs> they do this by liquefying the insides of their prey and proceed to suck it dry. Mm. End quote. That's right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's relatable. Exactly. We've all done that to burritos. I, that's exactly, <laughs> yes. That is exactly what I do to a burrito. <laughs> I take it, I drag it back to my lair, also known as the bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I yeah. liquefy the insides yeah. to a degree and then just suck that baby dry. That's right. I've seen it and then I just don't talk about it. Thank you. <laughs> That's, that's why we live together. Right. I really appreciate it there you go. <laughs> that you've never said anything about my <laughs> my predator. Uh, what's the word? Opportunistic predatory behavior when it comes to Mexican food. <laughs> oh, God. oh dear! So these private eaters also have a huge discrepancy in lifespans. What? Females mature in three to six years and have an average lifespan of fifteen to twenty-five years. Okay. But males die soon after maturity, and their lifespan tops off at six years. I mean, it sounds hey. like the females are <laughs> killing so, it. So, something's going on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, believe it or not, something so large and foreboding still needs a few things up its eight sleeves to protect itself. Like what? <laughs> you know, just in case. Just in case? So, according to Live Science, quote, the spider has three lines of defense. Okay. Okay. By rubbing its legs against its abdomen, it produces a cloud of tiny barbed hairs that get in the eyes and mucous membranes and causes extreme pain for in, and itching for days. Shit. Yeah, so, so all it, those hairs were, yeah, they, they can detach. They can detach and float in the air and get into my beautiful eyes? Yes. Ah! <laughs> Ouch! Uh, it has one-inch fangs, strong enough to pierce a mouse's skull. Jesus! Uh, are you kidding me? Yes. Uh, and it can make a hissing sound by rubbing its hairs together, uh, which sound like pulling Velcro apart. And what does that do? It, well, I mean, it's kind of... I mean, to me, that's kind of scary. I mean, I personally don't think it's a good idea to go anywhere near a hairy dinner plate that throws spikes and screams like an old shoe. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I think after the other things, I was like, it just sounds like an annoying Velcro noise. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's weird. But I guess to other animals, that's very intimidating. I mean, it's shocking. Yeah, you know, if it you made a noise. Yeah. So anyway, I respect it too much. But if you do want to pick one up, know that there is a slight chance it will attack. Okay. And according to Pieter, uh, a bite would be like, quote, driving a nail through your hand. <laughs> Damn it. End quote. So. I just, I. That's not surprising, that part. That, okay. That, I, I mean. Remember the time mm -hmm. I said the other spider was like the Jumanji spider? Mm. So this, that other spider was like it. Yeah. This is the Jumanji monster. Yeah. Yeah. Jumanji monster. Jumanji spider. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, uh, man. But 
after the break, we're going to take a small break now, we're going to do a complete 180. Okay. And it's going to get even more surprising. And I guarantee you, you won't see what's coming. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned. Please do. 20th Century Studios presents Vacation Friends 2. Now streaming only on Hulu. Look at us all together again. We just wanted to give you guys a real honeymoon. Shots! 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 Shots now streaming. Dad! He was just released from jail. Where can I get a drink around here? Back on vacation. This place is nice. It's drug lord nice. I'm sorry, drug lord nice? With more baggage. Ever since he showed up, he turned this relaxing vacation into total chaos. Who does that? Vacation Friends 2. Rated R. Now streaming only on Hulu. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back, and we've reached our final group of spiders. Okay. (laughs) Take a deep breath. (sighs) Okay. Now, we've been hanging with the heavy hitters, literally. Oh, yes, we have. Large large carnivores that eat things equal to and sometimes greater than themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. (laughs) But, my friends, did you know, on occasion, some spiders choose to go vegan Oh, yeah. I told you. You were, you didn't see that coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> when we were on the break, I was like, Jill, these <laughs> spiders are very scary. This is so fun, but these spiders are fucking scary. What left is there to talk? What is? What else is there to talk about? I don't think it could get any worse. And she's like, no, it's not. This is going to be a good spider. Yeah. And I was like, what does it do? Does it, like, do your taxes? Is it going to... Brush my hair? I don't know. And oh, a spider that chooses to go vegan? Some spiders choose to go vegan. So Now, do you remember Martin Neifelder, the research fellow at the University of Basel in Switzerland? Yes. Okay, so he's the guy who co-authored the paper on the bat-eating spiders. How could I forget? Yes, of course. Well, back in 2016, a few years after that paper, he went back into the archives and dug up some more interesting stuff about Di- a spider diets. I what a what a great nerd. Yeah, I, I, I love a good nerd who like is really <laughs> passionate about something that other people have clearly forgotten about. Just what a hero. Yeah. yeah. So he found at least ninety five well documented instances of spiders feeding off plants and plant parts. Oh. Everything from quote nectar to sap to small fruiting bodies quote, end quote, he wrote in his review published in the Journal of Arachnology. So it's true. If you Google spiders eating nectar, you're going to get a fucking shitload of, brace yourself, adorable tiny spiders feeding side by side with ants or waiting their turn for some fructus goodness. Shut up. Uh Uh-huh. And they're nice. I mean, when they want to eat, when they want some nectar, yeah. (laughs) So... Dude, yeah. this is so cute. So, Dr. Marissa, would you like to see one particular adorable photo of a spider covered in yellow pollen? Yes, please. Okay. So, and of course, this photo will also be on our Instagram as a nice uh, palette cleanser. It if you better. Will. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh! All right. Yeah. All right. So, I'm looking at a spider. It's real small and real cute. It's on a leaf. And it is covered in little, um, little like pollen yep. balls. Little pollen balls. And and it looks happy. Yeah. It's got these big giant eyes. It's got like four of or more of them. <laughs> and it's just covered. It's like when you get. It's like it has Dorito dust yeah. all <laughs> over it, and it's just licking it off. Except instead of fingers, it's just got you know spider 
legs. Spider legs everywhere. And yeah. it's in its in its little claw front pincher things. Yeah. It's got them on that. It's so cute. I love it. I want to yeah. take this one home. No, yeah. I don't. Okay. <laughs> so, so spiders aren't built to live on plant parts alone. But in times of crisis, like a food shortage, they'll opt for a bump of energy-rich nectar Aww. and get covered in pollen while doing so. And it's so friggin' cute. Yeah. So who exactly opts for a salad? Well, of those documented cases, 60% we're jumping spiders. I love a jumping spider. Ah. They're nice. They rarely bite. And they always disappear. And also, I guess in the home, I feel like they eat flies a lot. But yeah, these are different. These are, they're fantastic. Uh, they're the largest family of spiders. And one of them is featured in the photo Dr. Marissa just saw. That is a jumping spider. Uh, generally, they're no more than an inch in length. They're fuzzy and have some of the best vision in the spider world. I believe uh, it. Yeah. So, sure, they have four sets of eyes, but please give these spiders an image search. Uh, their eyes are shaped and placed in such a way it's borderline cartoonish it, and pleasant to look at. It's pretty adorable. <laughs> it, they're they're um, they kind of look like the about to cry emoji. Yeah. Like with the big That's eyes. Right. That's with welling. Right. Yep. It's really cute. In a yeah. good way. That sounds bad, but it's really cute. Yeah. There are two large eyes right in front with a smaller eye on either side. Mm -hmm. Then on top of their heads, they have two medium-sized eyes and two more two more smaller eyes. Amazing. So that's that's so, so many, cool. So many fucking eyes. <laughs> so many eyes. So they don't hunt using webs. Uh, they use all of these fucking eyeballs and, of course, their jumping skills to pounce with incredible accuracy. Amazing. Yeah. But if they do have an off day, that's when plants come into play. Aww. Now, we said nectar was an option, but if that's not easily exposed or maybe it's being guard, guarded by ants, yeah. um, Dr. Marissa, would you please do the honor of reading what techniques spiders use to get around that kind of problem? Absolutely. We're quoting LiveScience.com, quote, nectar is the... Um Oh, let me start again. Nectar, <laughs> I was just uh, dying from how cute they are. Yeah. Nectar is only one portion of the potential spider diet. Some spiders bite into leaves and feed on plant sap. For example, the South American spider, uh, Anilosimus rupuni. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, has been has been seen biting into mango leaves in Venezuela to suck the sap. Spiders even eat the solid parts of plants, though they have to inject small pieces with digestive fluids to liquefy them, just as they do with insects. And quote. That's so cute. There, there you go. It's they, like a yeah. little pre-digestion before yeah. they eat it. That's yeah. so smart. It's like a, a green smoothie, basically. Oh, they turn it into a green smoothie. They have little green smoothies. That's right. Oh, I'm broken. Okay. <laughs> that's, so, that's so cute. Uh, so even though jumping spiders made up the majority of cases in this study, a total of 60 other species took part in this behavior. Wow. In fact, Nifler believes there may be even more spider species that indulge in plants since, quote, this might be one of several survival mechanisms helping spiders to stay alive for a while when during periods when insects when insect prey is scarce. Aww. He wrote in an email to Live Science. Quote, furthermore, enriching the spider's diet with plant materials leads to a more diverse diet, a process considered to be advantageous from a nutritional point of view. End quote. 
So, my friends, perhaps be like the spider. Chase down your bat meal with a delicious green smoothie you made with your own stomach acid. <laughs> so, that's the only way. <laughs> that's weirdly so relatable. I was like, I will. So, I will do that tomorrow. You fan- betcha, Jill. Fantastic. <laughs> the end. So, <laughs> so, I didn't know how to end the episode. Uh, I think so, that was the best way to end it. And end with a, a yeah a green smoothie you made with your own. <laughs> Stomach acid. Let's put that on a tote, please. <laughs> put it on a mug. Put it on a mug. We'll, we'll put it on something you can drink out of. <laughs> there you go. And you can think about it all the time. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, subscribing, and rating. Please don't forget to rate. Hit <gasps> rate. That's, yeah, it's, it's such a big deal. It's such a small thing. That's a really big deal. It, it means so much to yeah. us. Um, adding comments about how you how you like the show. Um, also, DM us if you have interesting things. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be another variation of come and go. It can be, <laughs> do you have a spider story? Do you have a, something we've never talked about before? We will read it. Yes. And we will toast you with margaritas. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and please, tell your friends. Uh, they know you have good taste and they trust you. They do. And please, stay interesting. Please do. <laughs>